party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. Thursday, we're off the rails. Oh, my gosh. People, uh, they text me nonstop. You know what they want? They want to come on the Chad Prather Show, Chris. What they're wanting to do. Uh, Thursday, uh, here in the mothership, flying into the nether regions of, well... Uh, you know, I, I want to talk later on about how many people, how many American citizens are still in Afghanistan. Uh, you two, want to talk about right? just two. a mess, dude. I think it's two. Two people? I think two people. We it also depends who you ask. Yeah, they keep changing the number. You know, because... Like, there's was, a significant thing to that. Like, the fact that they keep changing the number that they don't know. We'll, we'll talk about that. Um, look what the cat drug in. Party fasty. Every now and then. Yeah. They, somebody said, Chad Prather needs some help. There you go. And I was like, I'm available today. There you go. So here I am. Yeah. That's a uh, cat druggy man. How's the uh, beer for brunch going? Going good. Going yeah. good. We are in the top 40 of music podcast in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> um, number 96 in the United States. Y'all have been bringing in a lot of music artists. A lot Pretty of much mu- every show now, Every right? show's either music or athletes, former athletes. Yeah. So baseball players, hockey players, we're talking like major leaguers and NHL yeah. guys. Like no kid that dude, moved here from you know Ontario and he's yeah. just twenty years old. <laughs> yeah, and he had a high school career. Yeah, I, nothing like that. Yeah. We, I mean, we've had uh, Marty Turco from the Stars. Yeah, and uh, of course we've had Jose Guzman You've from the Rafael Rangers. Palmera, Palmera. Rafi, yeah, Rafi came come to my house. Yeah. Pull up, pull up in my hood in a Range Rover. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, this guy's lost. <laughs> I love that though. Like you got to dodge the potholes and everything coming through there. To, to, you got some, you got some big timers coming in there. Yeah, Steve's neighborhood's nice. We kid. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> it's not the, that nice. I mean, you know, it's uh, you, you got some, you got some pros coming up in there. Yeah, they do, and uh, it's like start snowball effect. Once yeah. one starts coming. Yeah, they all start. Well, then and they once you be can do it. you can say, well, you know who else has been on my show? Yes. Like I get uh, offers all the time of people wanting me to come on the show, and then they go down this long list of people that have been on their show, and I'm like, look, I, you don't have to, you know, I, I get it, but yeah. Okay, I when I when I pitch it to people, I I use past guests as people, uh, yeah. you know, and I got to use you as a past guest on. You've been on a couple of my shows, and just so I, I used was drinking you at to your get house. others. And uh, it's because I was drinking at your house, yeah. hanging out, and just walked into the studio. And I, no, I'm just kidding. We've had some Nashville talent come in, and uh, we got some more Nashville talent coming in next month. So yeah. it's a uh, beer for brunch. Yeah, with the number four beer, number four brunch. Yeah. So I that's kind of you know it takes takes a lot of my time doing not only that but you know the other stuff that we do and you do on the road and that kind of thing. Yeah. So. Well, the campaign stuff's consumed. Yeah, it is. I mean, I'm not even doing live shows. I was saying, I made a post the other day. I said, it's crazy to me. I said, I, can, I pack out these events and, you know, do all these different things. And it's like the mainstream media still doesn't give me any attention when it comes to this campaign thing. And like we're polling really high, like really high on this thing. Uh, and everybody's like, er, they, they say, oh, he doesn't have a chance. What they don't understand is the people who are coming to the primary to vote for me, like they, they don't even... You can't poll them because they've never voted in a primary. But um, it's interesting because people are like, well, where's Steve? And I'm like, we're not even doing live events right now. No, and uh, it's... And uh, when I say this live events are packed, of course, I'm talking about campaign events because somebody came at me and they said, well, you got all this money from having packed events. I was like, well, that, they're not... Not events we get paid for. Uh, those campaign events don't pay. They don't pay shit. That's why I don't go on them. <laughs> <laughs> they don't pay a damn thing. I will come out of the house for money. Yeah. I have, uh, I, and so I haven't been doing any of those. Like we've got 
a show next week yeah. in Lubbock. I'm looking forward to that. Me too. I mean, yes. it's going to be a packed house at the Buddy Holly, so watch Chad.com. Go get your tickets. That's where all the fun stuff is. But no, we've got that going on, and then, uh, like, I think that's it for November. It is for November, and then there's we have a Two couple shows of December. December, yeah. We were supposed to do Wichita Falls, which I have not made a public announcement. I don't think about this, but they canceled the Wichita Falls show, which was supposed to be November sixth. I don't know why they canceled it. The ticket yeah. sales were good for it. Yeah, I don't I, know if it was a COVID I have thing to say, or, in the grand scheme of things, because we really didn't shut down during COVID, right? And we just and we've been, you've been hard at this, you know, the touring thing since 2015. Yep. And I jumped on board in 16, 17, and we've been nonstop, yep. just uh, gone more than we're home. And it's been a really kind of nice It has kind of been nice. So. Now, I've been crisscrossing. I've, just been, I've been traveling as much, but I've been traveling. I, was, I did the, the debate event the other night, and I talked to Don Huffines, and he, goes, he leaned over and he goes, are you tired yet? And I'm like, yeah, I'm tired. He goes, I'm worn out, right? And, and I mean, just the nature of things. And I told him, I said, you know, the funny thing is I go to these small counties because we're used to traveling a certain way. Yeah, we are. <laughs> you know what I mean? Get on the airplanes. And, and it costs money to do that. But you get on the airplanes and you, we stay in pretty nice hotels. Now I'm in all of these really small towns and counties across Texas where the only thing they've got <laughs> is like a Bates Motel. Yeah. And so if you're, it's either drive back four hours in the middle of the night or stay there. And it's like, man, this reminds me of the old days. Like the old yeah, days. Yeah, we finished up a show a couple of weeks ago. And I drove back, you know, overnight, three right? and a half hours, and I was like... But see, and let's let's do a thing, because I want to talk about that, because you're busy. you got so much stuff going on. You had to get back for an event the next morning. Yeah. Anyway, hey, fall's here with the cooler weather. It's going to bring the flu season. It still exists. Uh, now's the time to beef up your immune system with something that's tried and true. Daily dose of real fruits and vegetables, uh, the kind you get in Field of Greens. Field of Greens is unlike any other superfood because it uses real USDA organic fruits and vegetables packed with antioxidants. It supports health, uh, heart health, metabolism, blood pressure, and digestion, plus it's pre and probiotic. It's great for everybody in your family, and unlike other nutritional drinks, which rely on only one vegetable, Field of Greens is packed with 18 clinically researched essential fruits and vegetables. Taking Field of Greens is super easy. Just put one scoop in a glass of water, stir, and you're done. The best part about it is it, is it tastes great. So go to BrickHouseChad.com. You'll get 15% off your first order with promo code CHAD. I spell it CHAD at checkout. Uh, give it a try. Your body's going to thank you. BrickHouseChad.com. Use promo code CHAD. That's BrickHouseChad.com. Use promo code CHAD. We'll be right back. Oh, let me hit copy and paste here, right here. Um, the, the, I know, well, let me, it's just how it is. I it never like stops. Down, I like to tear down the fourth wall. You know, I like people to see behind the scenes what's going on. <laughs> it never ends, man. You know, like, like I was doing uh, Sidney Watson and, and Elijah Schaefer's show the other night, Monday night, You Are Here. I love doing that show because it's just kind of laid back and uh, cuss a little bit tell you real opinions <laughs> <laughs> but uh anyway they 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 worry like like they're so laid back and to know elijah is he's such a shit show right it's super smart but he's a shit show and he was like they were trying to get like right on set like we literally sat down right as their and their show goes live and i was like why are you worried so let's tear down the fourth wall let people see there's there's humans behind this production um anyway 
lots of stuff going on. But you've had a ton of stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, you're like me. We could always have more going on. We could. And um, I'm always, you know, open to different things. And I got involved with Adaptive Training Foundation. Talk about that a little bit. Because oh. you, you've been working with some folks. Okay. And, and to kind of put Adaptive Training Foundation was founded by David Vobero, 2014 or 15, somewhere in there. And to, to basically to break it down for you real easy is that he works with, uh, I, I, I'm not going to call them disabled athlete amputees yeah that's the easiest way to say it jacob schick uh, our friend jacob schick he was one of the first ones to go through his program and our friend jamie blanick has yep. been on the show she's she's, she's there right she's now. there right now and she's in week number five or mm-hmm. week number six right now and it's a nine week course and uh we're gonna get david on here sometime he's yeah. i've already uh volunteered him to do it and he said he'd love to come on here he's a former nfl football player that got involved with this and just has uh, just taking off and doing great things for not just uh, veterans, but uh, civilians like. So yeah, the the training they're putting these folks through. I see Jamie's uh, I see Jamie's videos on Instagram and stuff. They really put them they, through the paces. I, and I've been to several classes, you know. And this is uh, I want to say this is this might be class number twenty two. Really? Yeah. It, it. But I've been more involved. How'd you get in involved this- with it? Total accident. I sent David Vibero a Facebook message in 2016. I was, uh, we were in Billings, Montana. I sent him a Facebook message and say, Hey, I just saw your video on Facebook. When I get back to Texas, I want to do, I want to work with y'all in some capacity. I don't care what it was, you yeah. know, I want to, I want to get involved in it because it, it just motivated me spiritually, you know, mentally, that kind of thing. Um, fast forward a couple of years, I forgot about it. Mm-hmm. Chad Prather brings me back to Texas moving right along and then I run into some friends and stuff and uh, start talking to them and say, Hey, well, well, my dad is the CFO of adaptive training foundation and blah, blah. And it's like, boom, light bulb went off. It kind of took me back to sending that message. And I was like, well, I got to get involved now yeah. in some form or fashion. So, That's boom, so I did it. So it's a, uh, it's volunteering my time, which takes away from me volunteering my time here at the blaze with you. So, it's for a good thing. Look I at promise. you being all <laughs> altruistic. Yeah, humanitarian aid stuff. I mean, like, I don't this know. Is, like, yeah, I, this it's, is. Uh, it, it, it's fun. I. They go through that program. They get a lot out of it. But I, you know, me volunteering, I get a lot out of it. I, yeah. I almost need it mentally. Yeah, it's uh, put you put your head in a different space. Yeah, badass. Now I knew you were doing that. I knew I knew you had a lot going on with that, and uh, that's good, man. That's good. Look at you. Yeah. Got other some business ventures going on, so that's kind of interesting. So we'll see how those work out. Yeah, and, uh, Venmo him some money. Get involved. <laughs> What's your Venmo address? Party foul Steve. <laughs> At so, Party foul Steve. Somebody will. Mark Tate sent me one cent one time. Yeah, yeah. That's like that's like when they're trying to you know investment companies are trying to just test that your bank account's real. They yeah. Tell us how much we sent. One cent. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> And then they requested it back or something. <laughs> I don't know. They, then you got to refund it or some deal like that. Well, that's good. Uh, yeah, we will get him on the show and talk about that. Uh, listen, I, don't make a lot of money because trust me, you know, now they're talking about, you know, the IRS was there. Like every time you deposit 600 bucks, they're going to, you know, you got that deal. And now they're talking about unrealized gains. Um, so Biden's talking about like if you invest in, say, cryptocurrency. Are you in a bunch of crypto, right, Chris? You do still doing a lot of that stuff, or just Doge? I do. I do cryptos, NFTs, and single stocks. Where do you get the NFTs? <laughs> it's a long thing. 
I want to know the long thing. Not now, but I want to know. You know our friend uh, Kayla? Yeah. She hooked me up. Okay. Our Kayla Kayla? Our Kayla Kayla. All right. She has tripled her investments by NFTs. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, note to self, talk to Kayla as soon as we're done taping. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Uh, no, I, I'm, I'm more and more in different cryptos, but one of the things that they're doing is they're basically going to try to tax you on capital gains that you haven't even realized yet. So like if you, let's say you've got money in uh, Bitcoin, Bitcoin's trading about 60,000 a coin right now. And the estimates are anywhere from 100,000 to 300,000 of what it's going to go to. So if you own that, then they're going to start taxing you on what? Before you ever, before you ever make it. And see, and that's bullshit because then what if you lose it all? Right. And, uh, yeah, yep. it's, it's all, you know, me and the IRS. I don't know. <laughs> I hate him. Elon Musk, uh, Tesla CEO, uh, he slammed the Biden administration's proposed tax on unrealized capital gains Monday, warning Americans that the policy would set an extremely dangerous precedent. Because let's face it, who they're going to go after is, is the unrealized gains of the rich people, right? So the tax, which would siphon money from people's stock gains before they're sold is set to affect only billionaires if implemented, but many, including Musk, suspect the federal government won't stop there. And they won't. No. Like, I'm looking, I was looking at the, you know, I was looking at the market all day yesterday, and, you know, I've got my portfolio that I'm looking at, and I'm like, eh, sometimes it's just, like, cringeworthy. And what's funny is, like, I think earlier this week, like, Tuesday, everything that I had was green. And then, like, the day's gain. Everything was up, and then, like, at 11 a.m., boom, everything was red. Yeah. I mean, so how are you going you gonna to tax somebody on that? Well, you haven't even sold the stock. Impossible to do that. And I don't like them going after the data from the bank account, from the banks. Yeah. For Because now all of a sudden they're worried about your 300 bucks in your savings account. Yeah. And they're going to, you know, or 600, or 600, whatever they set that. It, it doesn't matter because once they go there, then it's all the way. And then I think it's going to drive people to stop, not stop using banks, but use banks a lot less. Yeah. Well, uh. Musk, he tweeted out, he said, eventually they run out of other people's money, then they come for you. That's true. I uh, got to keep feeding the beast. Uh, McCracken, that is Richard McCracken, uh, he, uh, he posted a letter template for those interested. He's just a concerned citizen. He was then writing their congressional representatives regarding the proposal. Um, and so I encourage you, folks, if you don't agree with that, don't do that. He tagged Musk and, and uh, Amazon CEO or owner, whatever he is, Jeff Bezos. And uh, Musk actually responded to it. So interesting. Those capital gains taxes. Crazy. Uh, here's another crazy story. Portland. Well, I mean, what else could happen out of Portland? Portland, Oregon city employees, they can take bereavement leave following an abortion. So it's just a protoplasmic blob, well, blob right? It ain't yeah, a baby, it's a all fetus. All of a sudden it's became a life because it benefits yeah. them. Yeah. So, uh, so now uh, the city employments, the, the employers, the employees, they can take bereavement leave due to a miscarriage, stillbirth, or another sort of pregnancy loss during okay. an abortion, including an abortion. Yeah. And including we, we an talk abortion. about missed, you know, you know, the miscarriage and stuff like that. And another term that's used in the medical field is a missed AB, which mm-hmm. is a missed abortion. Yeah. The body didn't naturally abort the baby. So that in that case like that. I can understand, yeah. but not where you choose, if you choose to go into abort. Yeah. That's. So uh, that's, that's the deal. They, um, any qualifying pregnancy. Uh, yeah. They, so that's, um, I mean, if it isn't a baby, what are they bereaving? Right. I mean, that's the whole deal. 
another person said uh, that was my question. If in their mind it's not a child but a group of cells, what is there to bereave? Oh, it's crazy, folks. Get my book. Am I crazy? <laughs> Get it. This is the kind of stuff I'm talking about. Absolutely stupid. Public school mask mandate in Massachusetts is being extended into early 2022. I met a family the other night at a political forum, at a, at a campaign forum. They, had, they just moved to Texas from Oregon. And when I hear that, I always qualify them, right? Like, why'd you come here? <laughs> why? Like, where'd you move from in Oregon? Because that tells me a lot, too. Yeah. They said they moved from Salem. I said, okay, uh, black mark against you right there. Now tell me why you're here in Texas. But, and they, they had a good reason. And they're doing exactly what I'm telling these folks. Get the hell out. Get the hell out yeah. of these places. Don't bring no weird ideologies with you. But if you're, if you're conservative and you want to you protect yourself and your kids and your future, you, you need to get to some conservative-leaning places and, and take it back and make sure it stays conservative. Uh, Massachusetts is one of those places. They're going to keep wearing these face masks, both the staff members, the teachers, and the students. Um, they're going to do that, extend that through 2022. Guess what they're going to do in 2022, in January of 2022, when that, when that date comes up? They're going to extend it again. Yeah. Of course they are. Well, I'm not going there, so... <laughs> and i'm not wearing a mask so dude but you know i you and i haven't talked about it but i start i start thinking about places like i hear every now and then from various folks who book shows and they're like well what about this place do you want to do this and i'm like no i don't want to go there like yeah. i used to go anywhere right yeah. like we used to we were in california a ton now we're supposed to be back in california the first of 2022 doing a couple of shows in some of the more conservative leaning areas like bakersfield and Reading and, and things like that uh, but then I hear that the various venues are demanding vaccine proof and, and things like that. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I'm totally against uh, proof. Showing well, I'm not going to force anything. you to do it, right, yeah. to, in order to come to a stupid show. So, I'm vaccinated, but I, it's none of nobody's damn business whether I am or yeah, not. You shouldn't have to prove no. it to anybody. And I don't have to justify it to anybody. So yeah. it's, uh Yeah. No, you shouldn't. And I mean, like that, that and that goes against, uh, like in my situation, your situation, all of us, you know, there is actually an equal opportunity thing out there that, that legally you, the transfer of information, uh, which for medical testing and things like that, whenever you have it to start showing that stuff and, and then you are um, discriminated against because of a medical procedure or a medical uh, um, condition, you start sharing that medical testing information, which is exactly what a COVID test is, uh, or the vaccination proof. There's laws against that, but people are forgetting this kind of stuff, yeah. or they never knew it. Yeah, but but I, it, but you like as a proof of employment, you can't you can't do that. No, but they're I have a friend right now has to be uh, fully vaccinated for their job. Yeah, and it's like. He's like, what do I do? But again, says who, right? Says, yeah. says the mandate, which isn't legal. Uh, it's not a law. Neither Joe Biden nor any other state governor has passed it through any legislation that says that employers are allowed to do that. So it's a mandate. And then the employers are picking up on it. Where people have dug, or we were dug into a hole like in a state of, like Texas, is we've always advocated for being an, you know, an at-will state. Um, and it, you could be fired for wearing the wrong color shoes. In yeah. Texas, your employer doesn't have to give you a justification. They just be like, you know, we're just going to fire you, clean your stuff out. And you're going to, is this because of a vaccine? Nah, we just didn't like that you wore pants today. Yeah. Now, I used to, in the hospital I worked at, you had to uh, have a flu shot every year. 
if you didn't get the flu shot, you had to wear a mask. That was either. Or. And I was like, I wear a mask all day, every day anyway, no matter what. So I'm not getting a flu shot. Oh, my gosh. It's insanity, dude. You're not, you start masking kids and all this nonsense. Uh, Biden administration again rejects Texas request for federal reimbursement for cost of responding to the border crisis. So, you know, the folks here in Texas, we're the ones footing the bill uh, for all of this stuff that's well, going on. If we're going to foot the bill, let's go ahead and uh, purchase the buses. Let's purchase our train rides and let's take them all to Washington, D.C. <laughs> At least Every a couple one of, of bus loads. Yeah. Just unload them right there on the steps of the Capitol. And we'll and pay say, for it. So it's your problem. Yep. Uh, but they, you know, Texas has borne the brunt of the effort and expense to take on. The, uh, you know, so the governor asked for feder- uh, federal help to get uh, reimbursement. And uh, they said, uh, "Now nah, gonna do it." FEMA said they they FEMA, FEMA said no. They rejected the appeal. Um, so um, there you go. I mean, we we have a target on our back here in Texas from both without and within. So it really is bad. There is a target on our back in a bad way. So um, not gonna happen. Uh, more to th- more to come. But uh, first. Are your thoughts running in endless circles in your mind? Yes, yes, they are. Uh, with the stresses of last year, uh, it's more important than ever to practice living healthier and happier lives. So what if a few minutes was all it took to change your relationship with stress and anxiety and transform your life for the better? That's the power of meditation with Headspace. Our thoughts can be confusing enough. Meditation doesn't have to be. Headspace is your convenient dose of meditation, meditation, mindfulness, and sleep exercises to relieve stress and anxiety and help you get a good night's sleep all in one app, making it easy to catch your breath uh, and make time for your mental health. I think they should hire me to be one of the mediation voices on these recordings. Yes. Hey, (laughs) it's one of the most science-backed meditation apps in the world proving meditation works. A study proves in just two weeks, Headspace can reduce your stress by 14%. Find some Headspace at headspace.com slash Chad. You'll get a month for free from their entire meditation library. It's the best Headspace offer available. So go to headspace.com slash Chad. That's headspace.com slash Chad. And we'll be right back. They don't know how many people are in Afghanistan. That's American citizens. They just don't know. You know, the Biden administration, they've, they've always said like 100 to 200 U.S. citizens were left in Afghanistan. Uh, you know, this whole Afghanistan debacle, and it's kind of being swept under the rug in, in a lot of, you know, a lot of people aren't talking about it anymore, but it's very, very real. Uh, my good buddy, uh, Chad Robichaud, he's headed back to the Middle East um, in the next week, and then he's going to come on the show. Um, in a couple of weeks and, and talk about everything they did. I think they wound up getting about 13,000 people out of Afghanistan. Um, many of them are Afghan allies that were there. But this thing's been swept under the rug. Joe Biden should be in jail over this thing. Uh, he should be confined to the basement of the nursing home. Uh, anyway, um, I'm a pretty trusting sort, folks. I really am. But when it comes to Antony Blinken, I got a BS detector that goes off more than a Britney Spears ankle monitor. Uh, listen, the Pentagon came out on Tuesday and told the Senate Armed Forces Committee that there are still 450 Americans still left in Afghanistan. 450. 
This has and continues to make my blood boil, folks. We can't quit talking about this. It should piss you off, Uh, especially when you consider that just a few days ago, the number was almost 100 less than that, which means, friends and neighbors, precisely one of two things, neither of them a good look. Either A, they truly don't know how many people we've got over there, or B, they do know and they're lying to us. So now let's start with the most charitable view and say they don't know. Now, why in the hell don't they know? What kind of two-bit pencil-pushing beta school of jackassery are we running at our illustrious State Department? You mean to tell me that you don't keep a close eye on these things in this one case? Excuse me, my bullshit detector's going off. You know what? Here's what you do. Call up the IRS and tell them that everyone who's currently in Afghanistan is making transactions with their banks for over $600. (laughs) Call up the DNC and tell them that everyone over there is a registered Democrat and doesn't have a ballot. You'll see just how damn quickly that you'll know and they'll know exactly how many frigging American citizens are left over in Afghanistan. It's all nonsense, folks. And what about the second option? What if they're lying to us? What if, uh, seems fairly redundant these days, doesn't it? What if, what if, what if? I'm fired up, so uh, let's explore it. Presumably, the game here is to keep lowballing the number to the American public in the hopes that the story will just go away quickly and the real number will not surface. So let me be clear. All you eggheads that are behind this and no doubt watching me right now, if this is how you're thinking about it, please go find another country because you're not true Americans. I'm sick and tired of the mind-shatteringly awful notion that American lives can be cast aside, forgotten, and even wasted for a vast political CYA. You know what? Just a big old see ya! That's what that is. You know what? They dragged every single thing that Donald Trump did through months and months of vilifying news cycles through two impeachments and even beyond the scope of his first term in office. Maybe it's time for a little payback. Hey, you know, Lunchbox Joe, you screwed the pooch on this one, and uh, so did your underlings. And you know, look, I know your tactic has been to hide behind the wall uh, that the media puts up around you and wait for the news cycle to move on to something and someone else. But you've said it yourself. Walls don't work, right? I can tell you this. I have no intention of letting this scar on the face of America's honor just fade into the background. Not when everything you possibly could do wrong in Afghanistan was done wrong. And it's still being done wrong. You're a dim-witted old codger who should never have been put in office and who should be removed with just absolute, ultimate, speedy haste. Folks, the sad truth is that these Americans and countless non-Americans we also left behind are in incredible danger every single day they stay in that country. I've been saying for months, even before the pullout, that this was going to be a disaster. And while I thank God for people who have gone in and done the American government's job for them as best they could, I still think it's damn important that we not let this abject failure of an administration go one day without remembering what they've done wrong. Stay fired up about this, folks. That's the only way there's ever a chance that they're going to pay for it, and they must pay for it. It's a bunch of bullshit. Oh, my gosh. Get fired up, Steve. I know it. Like it. Should be fired up. I remember, you know, golly, tarring, feathering, guillotines. Insane. (laughs) They're building a wall around Joe Biden's house in Delaware. You know why? Because that's where he lives. That's where he's at. I mean, he's not in the White House. Yeah. That's uh, taxpayers are doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Build, I mean, walls don't work, but they're building a fence around Joe Biden's house in Delaware. I would have built a fence around my house. I'm telling you. <laughs> just, I just want a little one, though. It doesn't have to be a big one. Be just a little nah. picket fence? Yeah, a little picket That's fence. going to make your property taxes go up. Yeah. <laughs> I could probably put a fence up there. I, we have no yeah, homeowners have, association. Yeah, you haven't even explored it? Nope. 
I need a place to live. Uh, if anybody's got, I, I, I talked to Hot News Natalie on the phone this morning. I was like, I'm going to move into that monstrosity of a house. You, hey, she wouldn't even know you were there. She wouldn't. She said, nope. she said, I just tell people it's my second husband. And uh, I was like, yeah, but I don't get any benefits. You could live downstairs. They have a whole kitchen and everything. They got a whole downstairs. house down there. Yeah. They got a, she could house some of these uh, these uh, displaced refugees that's, from that's, Afghanistan. They keep Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders locked up down there. I know. Just like, I dream. think it's vacant right now, though. Yeah. So let's get plenty I, of room. Yeah, I told her. She said, just come on. You've always got a place. I'm like, yeah, it's a little weird. Yeah. It's a little weird. Probably. Now, I'm pissed off about this Afghanistan thing. I really am. It's a debacle, and it's being swept yeah. under the rug. It's being forgotten about. I mean, this is, this is treasonous, in my opinion. They don't, they don't know how many people are there. Of course they don't. No clue. That's why I keep saying, they're like, you know, just just quit paying your taxes, right? And how about just come out and say, we don't know how many's yeah. left. They don't have a clue. No. And they're going to, you know, they keep trying, they'll throw back and say, well, this was Donald Trump's plan, blah, blah, blah. But it, just because that's the plan that you have doesn't mean that you're, compl- you know, they had deadlines and dates and stuff like that. Those could have been whatever you need to do to get the job done. Those could have been moved or whatever. But they were like, nope, we're going to stick with his deadline. They're going to blame him. Yeah. So It's always going to be Trump's fault. Yeah. Uh, three presidents from now, it'll still be right. Donald Trump's right. fault. It, funny, a uh, couple of days ago, one of my friends, one of my Democratic Trump-hating friends, and I'll just put it that way, he's you know, not a Trump fan at all. He's, we may have messed up. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, yeah, you did. Yeah. And, uh, but he wouldn't say he liked Trump. But well, he again, just, the thing is, I don't, I don't know any of i don't know anybody like i like you you don't like the public perception of these people yeah i don't know them personally like there are people that i know personally that i don't i prefer not to be around right but at the end of the day i don't know them people are like oh, i don't like so you know come on dude you interpreted somebody through a media's interpretation of them yeah the perception uh, of them. you posted a picture the other day on facebook and caught all kinds of hell because of who you were oh, with. Because I was with troy aikman yeah yeah and it's like Okay. okay, when you're hanging out with your buddies, yeah, I mean, I mean, we talk politics yeah. and stuff like that, things. But in general, we don't talk politics. No. If we're having a couple of drinks or something like that, we're just and, having a good time we with our friends. And we were there raising money for breast cancer yeah. research and fights. Uh, we were raising money for breast cancer uh, and um, to fight breast cancer. And Troy was there and various other people were there. I posted the picture there with Troy. It was a funny picture because, again, Ben was in the back with his little head stuck up. And so I posted the picture. And uh, I mean, you know, people don't understand, like, because of the nature, like even coming in this studio, we have a lot of, quote unquote, famous people who come through this building. I don't don't post every picture with them. You should have seen them when I walked in this morning. They went crazy. Crazy. Security. Yep. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, no, they came in. And they're like, oh, don't you remember he hates the U.S. military? No, he doesn't. It was a hot mic moment between him and Joe Buck. They were actually talking about something the producer of the program had said the night before at a dinner. And it's like, it's like, oh, crucify the guy. Forget the fact that he's given hundreds of thousands of dollars over the years. to. And I'm not here to defend yeah, Troy Aikman about, because I don't talk politics even with Troy if, Aikman. Even if he said it. Okay. So even, what? I mean, so he was what? still there. It's, yeah. It's, I mean, uh, it's, it's, you, again, I, there's you gotta, been times I've thought, you know, especially with military spending and being a service member, I was like, man, this is a waste of money. Yeah. And uh, but in the grand scheme of things, especially like the pilots and stuff, they need flight hours. They yeah, have to have deal. them. It's part of training. So it's not like they're just like, oh, we're doing flyovers at everything yeah. we can do. It's 
it's counted as their training hours yeah. that they have to have to be able to fly. Just most of the time when I complained about overspending is because I was on the ground humping a big pack and doing, you know, well, thought what, it was a waste of money. What's <laughs> funny though is we were at that event for Boots for Troops. Uh, I had a dude that came at me uh, on social media. is like, well, maybe it's time I just tell all of Texas what you really think about the military. Because I had the picture of me and Troy Aikman. Maybe yeah. I tell everybody. And I was like, okay, well, I tell you what. You tell everybody in Texas what I think about the military. Uh, and then stack it up next to uh, against all the millions of dollars I've raised over the years for veterans and active duty families. And employ one. So, and, and, you and know. employ a few, actually, yeah. in terms of what we do. Um, and the people we support, but, but, and then let's, let's, let's take your opinion of what you think, you know, and stack it up to what we've done over the years. But we were at that event the other night and they sang the, or the other day, the boots for troops deal yeah. and 5,000, 4,000 people are out there and they were going to do a flyover. They were trying to time the anthem. And I was like, I'm anxious to see what this flyover is going to look like over here in Magnolia, Texas. And they had those two little stunt planes come up. Yeah. They were late. <laughs> they were and late. They ended she up doing to, three flyovers. Yeah, she tried she tried to like hold the song out as long as she could. And when she was done, she had so much stage fright. We were all on stage and she goes, she goes, I did the best I could. And we were like, It's fine. And here they come. <laughs> and then they started doing like little stunts over the <laughs> I was yeah. like, This is the weirdest flyover. I like this is a redneck flyover. It was it, it was it was a great effort and yeah. that is such for such a great cause. Yeah. And uh, we had a really good time. So. That was a good time, man. I was exhausted at the end of that thing. Exhausted, but we had fun. And they raised a lot of money for um, for the troops. So anyway, yeah, we took a picture with Troy Aikman. And you would have done the exact same damn thing. So Heck anyway. yeah, I want him on my podcast. There you go. <laughs> Y'all hang tight. We'll be right back. So the nonsense continues. Uh, MyPoliticalCowboy.com website has a story. Uh, it was out yesterday. Conservative radio host who's part of the Westwood One company was taken off the air this week after he put the parent company on blast over its vaccine mandate. Uh, Dan Bongino. Um, the, um, they own the radio network. Uh, they, told all, or they told all of the employees that they were going to be required to take the blah, blah by the end of September in order to be able to return to the office by October 11th. Um, so the Bongino show, they're going to be, uh, they're going to be airing the um, re-airs for the next week, apparently. Um, Is that like a slap on the wrist kind of thing or for? No, no, no. I mean, Dan's it, a big time broadcaster. Yeah. So that's a big, the big money for them. Um, so, um, all they do is create more of a, a buzz about they it. They do. It, it, it doesn't hurt them. It helps. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things. Like if I got canceled, people would be like, oh, we well, shit, we didn't miss it. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't even know you were off the air. Well, Chad mm -hmm. is um, right now Dave Chappelle and Joe Rogan on tour. Right. Yeah. Like yeah, that's legit the, right there. Well, uh, so Chappelle was like nobody in Hollywood will touch the documentary he made. Oh, so he's just going to put it out himself. It'll do far better. Oh, 100%. I just, I just watched this episode yesterday that he did on the one that was causing all the yeah. uh, flight. I was like, that was great. Yeah. I mean, I laughed. I cried during it. All that good stuff. It was it was good. Yeah. So, uh, and speaking of cancel culture, another In-N-Out burger 
Which, by the way, does have good burgers. Terrible fries, but good yeah, they burgers. they got to work on their fry game. I don't like them at all. I don't either. Once you get like that far in, like you're never never going to change them. I mean, if you've had about a twelve pack a beer or something, yeah. and then you like you'll eat find them, a way to like, scarf eat them, them down, <laughs> but they're nah. more like potato sticks. Yeah, they're floppy, nasty. Just yeah, like yeah. the burgers are good. Uh, they've shut down another one because they didn't uh, check customers for proof of COVID vaccinations. Oh, my gosh. That happened in San Francisco, Fisherman's Wharf, the same reason. But on Tuesday, Contra Costa Health Services said in and out at 570 Contra Costa Costa Boulevard in Pleasant Hill was shut down after repeatedly violating county rules. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. They put out a a daily report on who violated the the thing. (laughs) Remember the old – do you remember Marvin Zindler? Yeah, on the news, you know, slime and ice machine on, and he would give the address to where it was. Yeah, in Houston to keep. It's like going to be the same thing. It's, oh, God, dude, it's, we, it's a clown world. We got to have vaccine-free folks. zones. You know, that'll solve all the problems. Yeah, they'll just know where to hit send the drone strikes. <laughs> it's going to be us. I mean, the, the the prime minister of New Zealand. She's already said it's going to be two classes of people. So, I mean, you know, that's what they're saying. The ones with bullets and the ones without? Yeah, that's basically going <laughs> to yeah. be the case. Uh, forget the ballot box. We got the ammo box. Um, you know what makes me feel better, Chris, and sometimes a little guilty, and that is a good TikTok. Do you have one for me? I do. Let me watch it. For 37 minutes, Dave Chappelle make jokes at my expense. That's a man. Literally about my identity, forgetting that I, too, live at the intersection of being both black and queer. And trans. Because tone-deaf jokes like that can get us murdered. Tone-deaf jokes like that call for our murder. Tone-deaf jokes like that ignore my entire existence. Uh, going out on a, a date pretending to be a woman can get you murdered. It can. Uh, and I'm going to almost guess that she didn't watch the entire program. Where he they starts pick, talking they about... They can choose what can make them further victims. But you would really have to... Like pick really pick and choose because you get down to where he talks about Daphne, yeah, and all of that, which you know, she ended up, he ended up killing themselves. Yep. What? Steve doesn't give a shit about spoiler alerts. Oh, have you not watched it? No, other people might not. Have oh, seen it. it's fine. They're, if they hadn't watched it by now, they're not going to watch it. It's uh, it took me long enough to watch it. I heard about it in the news enough. I finally. Decided yeah. to sit down and watch it, and like I say, I I laughed the whole time. So yeah. until you know you cried. And I cried, until I cried about Daphne. Daphne, yeah, for Daphne. But he uses it to make a point. I mean, look, yeah. Dave Chappelle, and I'm not defending Dave Chappelle's opinions on things. I don't really give a shit what Dave Chappelle. He hates like, white people, like it's, I mean, <laughs> and I love it's, it. It's a it's a comedy deal, right? He says plenty of things that I may not agree with. There's plenty of comedians out there I may not agree with. I mean, my God, I love George Carlin. Didn't agree with him, but I love the guy. Um, had to sneak around to watch him. Um, Love George Carlin. Didn't agree with his views on life and the world, but some things the older I get, I do. I was going to say, they start making a whole lot more yeah. sense the older you get. The um, older you get, it does. It kind of makes sense. And the same with Chappelle. So anyway, back to this TikTok, right? First of all, first of all, you come at me with a, um, with a whole... Uh, uh, just a whole thing that violates 
my sense of normalcy. Let's just call it like that, right? Now, maybe that makes me a bigot. I don't know. But I like I, I look at the world, and, I, and I've been conditioned my entire 48 years to, to have some sense of recognizing normalcy. And all of a sudden, somebody with a, a big manicure and braids comes at me and says, I'm a woman. <laughs> I'm going to be, I'm going to immediately like pause and be like, okay, brain's going to adjust. This is not what my brain has been taught is, is to expect here. All right, now, okay, let's go. That, now, if you say you don't have that adjustment period in your brain, you're lying. You have that little neuron synapse, that firing of the electrode there, that, that, little, that little electric connection where you go, okay, I saw you coming. Wasn't what I expected. Now here it is. And then so to equate that little pause while I adjust my paradigm, my Weltanschwung, my worldview, the network through which I interpret the world with wanting to murder you is a hell of a stretch. Because I see weird shit every single day, like the moron, you know, out jogging with a mask on. I, I still have to kind of stop for a second and go, WTF, bro? Like, what are you doing? You don't want to kill him? I never, I, I don't <laughs> like aim the truck towards him. Yeah. You know? And so, you know, those kind of things, the person, yesterday I was, I was, uh, I walked past, I was at, a, at an apartment complex and I walked through the lobby there and, um, they got a gym right there with glass. The girl's in there working. I mean, she's sweating her balls off. I mean, it's 21st century. Maybe she's got balls. She's just sweating, just dripping everywhere. And she's wearing a mask while she's in there working. And I'm like, okay. So my brain did a little adjustment. Now, I'm not saying wearing a mask is like whatever you're dealing with with your battle to be recognized in terms of your gender, gender identity. That's your battle. Not my battle. That's your battle. I'm trying to accept you the best way I know how. But I'm not going to go listen to a man's jokes. And by and large, the statistical spread of humanity isn't going to go listen to a man's jokes. Jokes. And then say, it, let's go murder trans people. Yeah. Like, that to me is insanity. Right there. You, you are actually, you, you can get yourself murdered by just doing, saying, and expecting dumb shit. But that's the world we live in. So maybe just tone it down a little bit. You want to be accepted as normal? can be normal. Be right back. I guarantee you that at the end of that last segment, that little rant I just did about that trans TikTok, I guarantee you that somebody will grab that and they'll try to use that against me. But I'm telling you, that's just human nature. You're going, like, don't come at me with a mustache and then think that I'm, like, I, it's going to take a second. And that's just human nature. That's the way it is. Uh, oh, my gosh. But anyway, whatever. Come at me. Anybody, if people want to do that, they're lying. They're lying. And you're really not offended. You're pretending to be offended. Uh, short Eva, call me. I've been saying it for a while. All us patriots need to take over uh, Cuba, free Cuba, and make it the new America. I'm just uh, saying the weather is better, and the people still want their freedoms. Prather for president of New America, just an idea. Uh, call me if you need someone to run your social media. No college degree, but always on Facebook. Only one strike away from Facebook jail. See that right there? It makes me not want to call you. <laughs> uh. Anyway, Party Foul Steve, thanks for coming on. Yeah. Watch Beer for Brunch. Follow him uh, at Party Foul Steve. And uh, pick up some of his merch, too, PartyFileNation.com. Ooh, look who's here. Come here, come here, come here, come here. Oh, my gosh. I always love it when work wife comes. Look at that. Look at that. Come over here. No, you're on the wrong side of me. Come right here. I got room for your big butt. You got a giant, 
giant Hispanic butt. Fit that thing in here. Go. Look who's there. Oh my God. Uh, American Beauty by Sarah. There's no H in that. American Beauty by Sarah.com. And also go to watchchad.com. Come see us in Lubbock next week. Have a good weekend. We love you. God bless you. We'll talk to you then. Bye.